Travel, payments, and expenses are often a company's second largest expense. We're talking with finance teams and leaders about how they're simplifying, saving company money, and gaining control. Welcome to Travel Bank Business Class. Business travel is bouncing back. Indeed, it is, and we are seeing strong returns, both from our own customer base as well as the global business travel industry. You know, the bad news that comes along with that is that the industry is still very much in recovery mode and continues to face some really, really big challenges. Number one, operationally, the industry is still having a really, really difficult time of handling their staffing capacity needs. So number one, it's been super difficult for suppliers to bring everybody back who was either laid off or furloughed, let go. Number two, economically speaking, it's just a lot more expensive to travel today. Inflation has hit this industry so hard. Clearly here, rates are up 20 to 30% right now compared to this time last year. That's a really, really big deal. So good news is it's encouraging to see the bounce back. It's awesome to be back face-to-face with our employees, our customers, our partners. But let's face it, things today just aren't what they were a few years ago. So with that, let's talk about really what this all means for your employees as well as you as managers and overall organizations who travel. So the journey is like this, a typical experience as the traveler or employee. So I'm gonna start out on a really, really high note. I just got wind that I can go to an amazing conference that I've been wanting to go to all year. And I start my process. I go online and I find out, wow, these prices are so expensive. I'm not used to that. So let me go ask for approval. So I asked for approval for my trip a few days go by. And at last, my flight is now approved. I go to book, but looks like there's been a change from when I last submitted my flight for approval. Whatever it is, it's likely a change. So I got to go back to square one, repeat the same process. And finally, my flight is booked. Eager to get to my conference, I get to the airport. Lines are so long. And certainly, if you've traveled recently, I'm sure you can appreciate that. So you finally make it through security. Come to find out the flight's been delayed. You get a notice that it's been delayed. And then you get another delayed notice and another delayed notice, eventually just to come to find out the flight ultimately gets canceled. So what to do now? Do you wait in line to get on the phone with the airline? Perhaps you wait, you simply rebook on your own. Whatever it is, it's likely that you are trying to figure out what to do in real time on your own. In the end, you do get to go to the conference, but you come home frustrated because now you've got all these receipts and out-of-pocket expenses. The joys of going to the conference are quieted really by this expense report process that's also looming over you. You finally get to the expense report process. You submit it. The manager gets it. Manager's upset. You went over budget, didn't book within the policies that were set forth, and no one's really happy. Now, on the other side of how this shows up as managers or approvals. So managers are happy because they're working on their core priorities, probably not having to worry about travel requests, but Pretty soon you come to realize that travel requests are coming in and that pre-pandemic budgets are outdated. So all of these requests that are coming in really don't make sense because everything's so much more expensive these days. So everything is sort of falling outside of policy. And now it's become a very frustrating manual process. With that, you find yourself getting probably a little bit more upset and frustrated because now you're just constantly fielding special approvals because you find your teams traveling last minute and realize Hey, is there really an incentive to comply within this vague travel policy that's in place? And furthermore, is this travel policy that's in place 
Is it the right one? Because maybe we haven't looked at it since before the pandemic. So now your team has to log into multiple systems just to come to find out that the travel actuals and, and the reconciliation of the spend and booking fees are not what you expected them to be. And this becomes a very manual, inefficient and costly and probably very, very painful process for many customers that we speak to and help. So in the end, overspend and non-compliance are now just sort of something that are happening all the time but spotted after the fact, and you realize better is probably possible, and indeed it is. So we surveyed about 1,500 customers in the mid-market with companies that have revenues $10 million to $1 billion, and we learned that the top two priorities of these companies are to, number one, reduce costs, and number two, gain visibility into travel spend. Here's how you do it. So Duffy mentioned rewards-driven behavior. This is exactly how this is accomplished. When your employees go to book their travel within Travel Bank, they're guided by the policies that are set forth. Woven into the booking process is real-time budget. So Travel Bank is able to help you understand what real-time pricing dynamics are at any given time, which guides a realistic booking flow and staying at hotels that are within budget at any given time. So with that, I am presented options in which I can book my hotel. The travel policy allows me to book up to the limit that's set forth. I could choose to stay at the typical Jane hotel that's within travel policy. And me personally, I used to stay at that hotel for close to 20 years until I started at Travel Bank. Once I started at joining uh, Travel Bank on business travel trips, I started staying at the Stay Pineapple Hotel. The Stay Pineapple Hotel aesthetically probably looks a little bit more pleasing Maybe it doesn't look like your common, typical business travel hotel, but I can assure you it's a very comfortable hotel. It's also a lot less expensive. So although my travel policy allows me to book at the hotel on the left, I choose to stay at the Stay at Pineapple at the hotel on the right and save my company hundreds of dollars per night every single time I stay at that hotel. The hundreds of dollars that I save every single night also gets shared back to me as an employee for doing the right thing, for helping my company save money. As an incentive, my company chooses to share a percentage of that savings back to me, which I go to Travel Bank to cash in in the form of gift cards. And that is how you accomplish the top two priorities is give your employees an incentive to use Travel Bank. When you do that, they actually use it and you gain visibility into what's happening. That's number one. And number two, you reduce your travel spend. Dan mentioned that travel bank rewards can help you save anywhere from 10 to 30% against your annual hotel travel spend, and that is material. So if you're you know, spending $2 million, think about saving $200,000 to $600,000 just by giving your employees an incentive to use travel bank. We really believe it's a win-win. So really how we approach these programs is we want to find that balance between cost savings and employee happiness. We know that your employees are creating revenue on the road. They're there to do business. You want them happy, healthy, energized. You don't want them in the very back of the plane in a middle seat, getting to that customer meeting tired and just really not happy. So we, we want to find that balance. And there's a few ways that we actually do that. The first is just having their back, I would say. So we have a traveler tracker where you have the ability to know where travelers are at any given time. So any travel disruption, if it's weather, if it's technology, if it's canceled flights, you have the peace of mind of knowing. Now, behind that, you have our 24-7, 365 supports. The second is very, very important. We are a mobile-first, consumer-grade app. So really what that means is it's very simple to use. 
you know, we really operate with the philosophy of all the apps today. So you can push a button on your app and your food gets delivered to your house, a car comes to pick you up. That's how our mobile app is, where I would say previously and, and with some of the other tools in the market, they're cumbersome, they're clunky, they're not easy to use. We find that 75 to 80% of our uh, users actually solely use the mobile app. They don't even go on the desktop because it's so easy to use. So it's easy to set up, it's easy to implement, and it's easy to book travel as well as approve travel as well. Lastly is fast reimbursement. So to really get the most value out of Travel Bank, we recommend getting expenses as well because everything booked automatically goes into your expense report. We also use uh, machine learning, AI. So the more that the users use it, the more it will start predicting the categories and things like that, which is pretty cool. So we try to eliminate as many clicks as possible. Thank you, Dan. So let's go through three actions that you can consider today. Um, certainly, we're here to help you. Um, but it's um, it's up to you and, of course, and how you wish to engage with us. But let me just give you the three and then we'll turn it over to Dan. We can get into uh, a deeper demo. So number one, hopefully we've given you enough uh, sort of things to think about where you can identify current pain points. So you may not know what inefficiencies currently exist within your travel program today. Perhaps you could get a focus group together across your key stakeholders, your road warriors, your managers, your approvers, your finance and accounting folks, and just talk about how can we improve what's actually happening today? Number two is take a look at your current budgets. It's a perfect time, right? We're we're heading in towards the you know the middle of Q4, at least in terms of the calendar year. So um, with the fiscal year ahead, calendar year ahead of, of 2023, how can we communicate guidelines and ensure compliance? How will you keep pace with this ever-changing environment? Certainly, uh, things have not yet normalized, so we would expect you know some some continued change. Uh, throughout this quarter and into the next year until uh, we return to uh, pre-pandemic levels. Number three is optimize with technology. So quite a bit of uh, manual inefficiencies exposed throughout the process. Uh, perhaps there's some automation that can help you automate uh, some of these manual or costly inefficient processes that you have um, existing today. And you know, with that, we're certainly more than willing to have this discussion with you. But if not, you know, you could absolutely take away these action steps today um, and consider them as you look at your travel program for 2023. Thanks for listening. Trying to simplify T&E? With TravelBank, finance teams manage their expenses, travel, and card systems all in one place. Learn more at travelbank.com slash podcast. That's travelbank.com slash podcast.